for most of my lifetime, I'm getting old, I'm 43. I was about to say I was 42 and remember that I'm actually 43. For most of my lifetime, the primary people that we hear talking about violence in black communities tends to be people that don't actually care about black communities or black people. So all the time you'll hear people on Fox News talking about black on black crime, talking about crime in Chicago, but it's not because they care about black people or Chicago or black on black crime or crime in black communities. And so we don't actually get to hear very many voices talking about what actually is a real crisis. This is a problem. We don't get to hear very many real voices that love black people, that love black communities and see some solutions and paths forward. We don't get to hear them very often. And today I want to talk about three lies about this violence in our communities that have really set up shop and we have to confront and knock them down, all right? Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. You know... I've I've whittled this down to three lies, but there are 300 lies. That's that's the real deal. There's so much misinformation spread about. Let me even kind of go 30,000 feet above and let's look at this from a big picture perspective. There's so much misinformation just about guns in America and about violence in America that it's caused most of us to think. These are problems that can't be solved. These are problems that can't really be substantively addressed and that nothing can get better. And that's really the first lie that I need us to to knock down. Yes, it is true that America has more guns than people, and it's not even close. We are drowning in guns. And it's true that that is an overwhelming problem and anybody saying it's not doesn't understand the nature of violence particularly in black communities and in poor communities where communities are awash with illegal guns and as soon as guns are seized there are two more guns for every one gun that was seized like the numbers don't drop no matter what you do In the most impacted communities, no matter how many guns you take, those slots are filled and doubled. And because of the way we see so little action about gun violence on the national level, in Congress and in the White House, they they dibble-dabble here and there, it can give us the thought that there's very little we can do locally. And it's just not true. It's not true. There there are, first off, thousands of grassroots, grassroots groups all over America, city by city, sometimes block by block, in 
cities and counties and states all over the country, north, south, east, and west, that are confronting issues of violence, violence in the home, violence in the home often turns to gun violence, and violence on the streets, violence in our communities, violence in our schools. There are hundreds of groups that are actually making progress, that have measured their progress, that are reducing violence and doing good work. They're out there. So the first lie that we have to understand is that nothing can be done here. And while Congress might be at a standstill, we can never wait for Congress. We can never wait for the White House. Yes, it would be great if Congress and the White House, if they were in lockstep working with local communities and states and counties, that's just not happening. It, it happens here and there. But we can't wait for, for the federal government to save us on this issue. Because most of these problems are locally anyway. And local leaders are actually doing really, really good work. And I hope to highlight and tell some of their stories in the days, weeks, and months ahead. So the first lie is there's really nothing that can be done here. And and I'll close this part out talking about that lie. I understand why people think that. I do. Because so little has been done that it's easy to give any of us the impression that so little can be done. And it's just not true. Now, the second one is a little sensitive. And I just I just have to say it because I know why people are telling this lie. And maybe they don't even know that it's a lie. I think they think that it's it's the right thing to say to defend the integrity and decency of black people. But I regularly see when people talk about violence in our communities and violence in black communities. I regularly see people default to telling you where else there's violence. I see people default to saying, um, well, we don't make the guns. I see people default to saying, um, There's violence in Hollywood. There's violence in other types of music. I see all of that. And it's rooted in this reality that is painful to accept that our communities, for hear my heart, for very complex reasons that are primarily centered in poverty, divestment, uh, despair, lack of resource, lack of, of mobile access out of communities um, for so many complex reasons. Violence and gun violence are higher in black communities than in any other community. That's not my opinion. It's the fact. It's true. Black men are killed at a exponentially higher rate than any other killed by guns at an exponentially higher rate than any other ethnic group in America and any other demographic in America. It's just true. It's, and here's the thing that's true. And it's also true 
that black folk aren't manufacturing the guns and aren't manufacturing the bullets. It's also true that, you know, so many of the problems that ail black communities weren't created by black people. That All of that's true. Those things are true. And it's also true that we have an acute problem, a crisis level problem with violence in our communities. It's not simple. It's multidimensional. We have to we have to look at at what causes it, what sustains it and what prevents us from from making you know, phenomenal progress, but it is a problem. And anybody lying and saying that the problem that black people have with violence in America is the exact same as other communities hasn't studied the data. And the data is painful about the threat of gun violence, not just to black boys and men, but black girls, black women, black families, and, and people from every age group. And the likelihood that a black man, though, is shot and killed in America is so high that it just blows away demographics for everybody else. And that's a problem. And us pretending as if it's not a problem, mainly because, again, the wrong people have been speaking on this, that don't even really have love for our communities, aren't really doing anything to solve the hard problems. People even that are blasting Black Lives Matter, but not actually doing anything to address the problems and solve the problems, they're not helping us. They're not. So the first lie is nothing can be done. That's that's a lie from hell. The second lie is, hey, black people don't really have this problem. Everybody has this problem. Yeah, everybody has it. But it is an acute crisis level problem for black people in America right now. And us putting our head in the sand at, in in the broader culture, again, I've, I've already said there are hundreds and thousands of groups doing good work. Their stories aren't told enough, and that's part of what I hope to do here. But every day I see people deflecting from the facts of how painful and problematic violence is in our communities. Period. And then lastly... The last lie is that it's all about guns. And it just isn't. I am less convinced that we're going to see a whole lot of substantive movement on guns. Guns are widely available everywhere. They're easy to get even in places where they shouldn't be. And again, it's because we have 400 million plus you know, on our way to half a billion guns and, and growing, floating around in this country. They're not just in homes, they're everywhere. And, you know, I've read so many studies and, and editorials and articles about how kids have easy access to them. They know exactly where to get them. They can even get them 
for like no money down, basically. I'll get it from you now and pay you back later. And it's a, it's a crisis. It is. But the truth is that what makes gun violence such a crisis in black communities, it's not the guns, it's the poverty. It's not just the guns, it's the education. It's not just the guns, it's the lack of access to therapy and counseling. It's not just the guns, it's the lack of access to great jobs with good pay and good benefits and good potential for growth. Like other communities in America that aren't facing near the crisis of gun violence actually have really high rates of gun ownership. And so there are these other factors at play that we have to discuss and listen and debate and learn and and understand. But if we don't accept that there are lies being told here that we, we can't change the problem, of course we can, that it's not an acute, critical, crisis-level problem in the black community. It is. And three, that it's, it's all about guns. That, that's a simple conversation for a lot of people, but it's a conversation we can't afford to have. How we reduce gun violence in our communities It is partly about guns, but it's about dozens of other factors, and each of them will lower gun violence percentage by percentage point. We just have to dig into it and think through it, hear me, like our lives depend on it. Listen, I've got to run. I had a procedure on my neck yesterday, so sorry that we were out. Uh, We're tinkering and doing some things different with the podcast that you'll continue to see and feel and hear Thank all of you who are new subscribers here. If you're not yet a paid subscriber at thenorthstar.com, please, please, please go to thenorthstar.com and join today. You can do so for as little as eight bucks. You can download and listen to the podcast for free. Subscribe to the podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. But we're only able to do this podcast because of generous members at thenorthstar.com. So please go join us, subscribe here, subscribe there. We need your support. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.